Hello and welcome to or welcome back to the MK Performance Podcast. Okay, welcome to an MK Performance Podcast. You're with me, Grant Schofield. I'm here with the MK himself, Matt Kerr. How's it going, Matt? Hey, good. Thank you. How are you? Okay, so we're sitting here just to paint a picture, a scene, if you like. We're sitting (laughs) at the top floor of some... Um, units in Cairns in northern Queensland, Australia. It's uh, 29 degrees Celsius, which since I've just come from Auckland, which is freezing, <laughs> and there was ice on the roof two days ago, um, it's feeling pretty good, Matt. How are you feeling? It's good. I've been here for a couple of weeks now, so yeah. um, it's nice and warm. It's certainly warmer than where I was in, uh, in terms of you know, the Sunshine Coast. It's It's got the humidity element, and it's definitely a couple of degrees warmer, so um, it's been nice to be a part of that. So what is coming up is uh, Ironman, it's your really second Ironman pro race, you did pretty well in your first pro race, you came in fifth in Ironman New Zealand, so you're reasonably happy with that day's work? Yes, yep, yep. yep. and that was in March, so we've had a, a good little block between, really. Well, you do say that, but I, I think you were so pumped from doing well in that race that you didn't really rest as long as you should have, do you reckon that's true? No, and maybe we should have gone let's say, taking things a little bit lighter. For a few weeks. For a few weeks, then what we got straight yeah, back into things. Yeah, you're straight back into it and try to do some VO2. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that was a little bit of a... It's a good learning curve. Yeah, that's, that's something yeah. to learn. Like, but you, that's the trouble when you do well, eh? You're like pumped and you're like, I can keep going. Miles, I'm fit, I'm feeling good. I'm not saying but actually yeah, anyone doing an Ironman at any level. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that took a little bit more out of me, that race, than what I thought, you know? Yeah. Um, not that I... Yeah, we went deep, but it wasn't... Yeah, we just need to take some time after that, I think, so... Yeah, so that was one thing. Um, Eventually, things got back to normal. You were in New Zealand training through that sort of uh, April, May. Weather was still... Well, as far as weather in New Zealand can be good at the moment, with whatever El Nino, La Nino, Do Ninos, whatever friggin' (laughs) fan it is. I can never remember which is which, but we had a bit of a shocker. Um, So you got back reasonable, Nick... We got some of those, I don't know if people are aware of this, I don't know if you've tried this yourself, but we sort of this reverse periodization stuff, so we'll get some VO2, especially on the bike out of the way, mm. in, in a sort of three or four week block, probably a couple of months out from an Ironman, so in that third month out. Yeah, well, we took, we knew Cairns was going to be on the calendar, so we worked backwards from that, we figured we needed seven to eight weeks there of, of good prep for that so then that gave us about six weeks of yeah what you've just described that kind of reverse periodization where we can chuck in some it's not really race specific it's more trying to pull the bar up on on your vo2 the threshold and hope hoping the aerobic stuff comes up too at the same time so this is a sort of um three minutes two minutes one minute type intervals a couple of minutes rest in between if you do more than one set of that then you might have five minutes in between um, pretty easy so these are really hard things like getting through two minutes is hard yes yeah it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not a given yeah you, you're going you're going you're going in 10 second blocks by the end of it yeah which is yeah you know if you're having to do that it's hurting a bit yeah and, a lot and so my my theory on that was that you're you're just sort of um building up the size and capability of the engine more than anything else not so much the efficiency of the engine correct that comes later yeah. so that that was done uh let's just talk about other interesting key workouts that and other things that we've learnt during this preparation. I would say uh, trying to get a sort of 
three or four in one session run. You know, like there's a session that achieves some VO2 work, some threshold work, some uh, uh, race pace work while you're fatigued, um, and a sort of a longish run as well. Sounds ambitious, but that's been a Friday run that you've been doing throughout this preparation. Just tell us about that run. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, like you said, it's been progressional, so it's built each week uh, across a six-week um, duration. But um, we'll start with some a pri- like a VO2 primer, and that lasts for a minute. And that was at, you know, 3... 320, 315 pace. So you're running, it's really hard for a minute. Yep. And then what? And then back that off straight into four minutes at, you know, a threshold pace, which we were sort of looking, well, I was holding around 330. Yep. Um, And then straight off that four minute cycle, straight into seven to eight minutes at Ironman pace. Um, four minute. Four minute. They're about to four ten. If it, if it went out to four ten, then that's it went out to four ten, and that's just how things fell on the day. But yeah, recently it's been getting just under four minutes, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's on the basis that things have improved, fitness has improved. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting workout for people because you get some VO two. Yeah. You get some threshold, and you get some uh, race pace work all in the one session and then you have uh, um, uh, uh, what do you do between sets that's an interesting one that's real interesting and one I grappled with and completely ignored your not ignored uh, didn't take on board so there's a two minute walk after a four minute walk Uh, so I'd definitely walk three minutes of that and then just get into a really light easy jog ready for your next one minute for the last one minute so a total of four minutes just complete off yeah let the heart rate come down recover yeah yeah, no fitness benefit to that. No, but yeah. I don't know whether you recall on that first week of that. Oh, you just kept running at four and a half minute K pace? Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll be fine. And you went? And I wasn't. Like, I barely made it through the second set and actually bailed on the third set and phoned you and was like... This workout's a stupid workout and I don't know why you've recommended it. And it's too hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. I phoned you and said that. And you're like, well, it's not. You just haven't executed it, mate. You yeah. just haven't done what I've said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if people do that workout, but it's an interesting one to think about as a thing because you can get, you know, if you're just going to go and do VO2 work by itself, then, you know, that's a specific session and quite dangerous, actually, because you end up running quite a lot of fast pace. A threshold session to do six or eight times 1K, fine. Um, where do you get, how do you have a mimic running at your race pace while you're already fatigued, which is what you're going to be off the bike, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yep. you know, halfway through a run, you're fatigued. So that's what we've been experimenting with, and I've, I've quite liked that run. It's been good. It's been awesome. And, you know, to top it off, we went through a half load of that two days ago as the final key run session building into this race and saw the best numbers that we've seen. Admittedly, it was only two cycles through, but um, yes. so what we just described, we'd go the final peak workout of that was five five rounds through of that. And how long did that take? Oh, it was like an hour 45 run. Yeah. There, you know, thereabouts yeah. with a warm-up and warm-down, so it's... Yeah, it's a good duration, but... Um, so you're getting a longish run mm. with some work in it, but also a little bit of walking and recovery. But, yeah, it's a pretty demanding thing, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, other thing I learned about that is I think that people would think about as well as, like, just because you can't do the final version of the workout now mm. doesn't mean you won't be able to sometime in the future. You know, like, like there's, you, you couldn't... To start with, you couldn't even do three rounds of it. No. Um, you, you failed on it. Uh, and we made a few changes, but also like you, 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 the whole point of progression is that you're progressing. Right, you're, and fitness is building, right? Yeah, well, you're a better version of yourself that yep. performance is 
fitness minus fatigue. Mm-hmm. And so once you realise that, then you know performance is fitness minus fatigue. Then you have to have a certain amount of fitness. But hmm. also, if you're tired, then you'll be worse off as well. And that was a factor on occasions. So. On it, yes, yeah, yeah. So that's been a good workout. I've enjoyed implementing that, and I think we'll keep using that. Yeah, it's been good. Um, and until we don't, but I think it's probably a good one. Yep. Uh, there's a sort of um, biking version of that as well. Tell us about the biking version of that. Um. The, yeah. Oh, on the on the Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we only had sort of three weeks of that at the end, but before that, that was more of a threshold type yeah, workout. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, the biking workout is, is similar. It's putting out a, a VO two number, so that was sort of three eighty to four hundred for a minute. For a minute. Yeah. Um, and then straight into uh, four minutes at three twenty to three thirty. Yeah. Um, even touching on the three forty, and then into yeah Ironman for ten minutes. Yeah, how how much different is that than the run one? It's quite a different workout. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, we finished that on the road, so, um, so yeah, it's quite unstable to do that on the road, eh? Like to to get the right numbers, it's a better trainer workout. It is. It is a better trainer workout. It's just you got to pick your terrain and pick where you do your efforts in terms of traffic and yeah. you know because you are you're flying at four hundred watts. Yeah, it's not very safe. And three forty watts, even you're still going for it. So, um, and then into ten minutes work. So, yeah, that was our. Yeah, we only did a couple of few weeks of that really, and that was just to move out of it, just doing threshold work, mm. And, mm. and and probably what I was thinking when I now it's good to remember what I was thinking about that. I was thinking that it was good again to be riding at um, race power, yep. but fatigued. Yep. How do you stimulate that? Well, there was one way of doing it. And also, I was wondering, so we'll just have to see how this pans out with the pro racing. Like at normal age group races, you just try and keep your power mm. right in your own range and it doesn't really matter what anyone else is doing, you're racing your own race. But this pro race, especially if you swim well, there is advantages to staying with people and they might actually just be cracking it to some pretty high numbers, but hopefully not for too long. That whole, it's that whole surging element, isn't there? You yeah. know, like this, whether it's up a little over a little rise or up a little hill um, so we'll see if that happens I don't know if it's going to happen or if it's just too ridiculous and you don't even bother yeah yeah. Uh, no so I think that workout gave that whole more than just one advantage right same as the run yeah I had to see if it works on the day though like (laughs) (laughs) Um, the other thing we did more of in this thing was do long bikes just at at zone 2 for quite a bit of the for, for, for everything up until about the last five weeks really mm. and you, I know again you were like really um, I was at the start yep but just you know you go for a four hour ride and you just keep your heart rate way down and just tick it over how, how do you feel about that now in hindsight well that's that particular zone two workout was sandwiched on a on a on a Saturday and either side of it so Friday was the run so that was demanding in itself yeah. and then on the Sunday was the bike workout that we just described so if you look at it in a bigger picture to put three day uh, you know I'm sitting there saying to you why can't we put some efforts in there that'll be three days of work and probably by Sunday you'd fail I'd fail at that bike workout so uh, in, in retrospect actually having that zone two aerobic ride on Saturday that was yeah. just of duration accompanied with a sw- easy swim uh, was really the perfect three days yeah and so I think people put a lot of emphasis on their long bike and I have to do this have to do that but actually you know, sometimes there's still value for doing zone two bikes. Same as zone two runs, really. Mm. Um, people forget that, and they they lose 
focus on the fact that those are still primary good things, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, so that's been good. Um, other discussion points that I think people will interested. Let's talk about swimming technique tune-ups, getting the right equipment. And people might be surprised to hear your story around this. That you know, it's taken you a while. Mm. Yeah, funny. You actually got some fins and blah, blah, blah. tell us about that. How that you came to all that? Or just using people around me. I mean, um, we engaged Steve, Kent, and NZ before I left, just to get some analysis around some, a few different pointers of what I could be doing, in addition to what I currently am, to to try and get maybe one or two seconds per hundred. Because across three point eight k, it does add up, and that could could be front pack or it could be, you know second pack so um, yeah. so not necessarily train harder but no but actually in fact quite a lot of your swimming meant you trained less hard just with a technical element you know adding a lot more kick into sessions with fins so getting some more movement and flexibility through the ankle which in turn helps with running and um, range of movement range of motion and also um, yeah that stroke I tend to have a late late breathing so I'll drop my left I'll always breathe on, on my right and drop my left arm quick yeah so I'm just losing power through that yeah so I've been quite pleased that you did that and oh so have you you've improved on your kick oh my kick yes yeah 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 because yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't even do kick I so hate a kick yeah yeah do you still hate kick yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 um but no the swimming's been good it's been really good it's 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 uh as you say you, we've got some new equipment and there's snorkel the fins oh yeah tell uh, us about the snorkel oh yeah that's well it's good in a 50 meter pool it's a little bit cumbersome in a 25 meter pool so it's been perfect for being in australia but um it's not a it's not a it's not a snorkel you go down to the reef on it's like a swimming snorkel no no different one from what we use for the so it's, it comes it comes out of your mouth and then goes straight up in front of your goggles it's yeah. like in front of your face yeah. and it allows you to um, just keep your head down, take the breathing out of the equation, and concentrate on on the that sort of rotation and yeah. And what's happening with yeah? I've got entry. quite my hips roll quite a lot. Yeah. I tend to, so it's really trying to focus on keeping the hips stable, getting as as far far forward on my reach as possible, and pulling as much water through the moment my hands are ready to pull that catch. You're on it. Uh, on it, rather than just a relaxed catch. It's actually an active catch through the stroke. Okay. Um, and you can see all that much more easily if you're not having to muck around with breathing. Got it, yeah. 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 I mean, the thing with swimming is you get told five different things and you try and do all those five different things at once. And none right? of them work, yeah. None of them work, so yeah. it's about having a plan to go to the pool and say, right, today's about kick, today's about yeah. breathing early, things like that. Oh, yeah, so that was the next little topic actually we've had on the notes is the purposeful sessions and simulating things that you need to do. Just tell us about that. Yeah, so in relation to... Like, well, well, there's two, the, aspect, the, two aspects. Is one is purposefully doing something every time you go into a session if you're going to a session you might as well achieve something yeah yeah even if it was uh, a recovery ride and a classic one was I'd have a long run on a Wednesday yeah and I found the best thing for me which I really didn't want to do half of the time was to get on the bike and spin yeah. and it was like actually just turn your data screens off forget the numbers who cares if it you're sitting at 160 watts average for the whole ride or even 150 yeah. it was about moving the legs after that two and a half hour the, run the goal of that ride was not fitness it wasn't was, fitness it was recovery it was totally recovery yeah and oh, so it was fitness in the end because fitness is minus fatigue performance is fitness minus fatigue yeah so it's about performance and the way to bring up fitness was to be less fatigued yeah that was a good point yeah um that is not always the first thing you want to do after your yep. long run. No. Um, 
but that long run was always uh, came after um, an Ironman simulation on the Tuesday. So that's how the weeks kind of looked. The key sessions were Tuesday, a brick, Wednesday, long run, um, Thursday, a bit of an easy day, but with some, some stuff in there. And then Friday was key run, Saturday was long bike, and Sunday was uh, that key bike with, with an easy runoff. Yeah. And, and filling up your spaces in between with, with other aspects. Yeah, swimming and recovery. Yep. Yeah. Um, also, shortened sessions. Like you don't have to swim for 4K. Mm. You don't have to run for an hour on a recovery day. You could do a 20-minute swim or a 30-minute run or something. Yeah. And I think you drill that into me more than anything, especially in the latter part of the block. It's like it all starts to turn into quality rather than volume. You know, it's good to get those first couple of weeks for of me. High numbers of hours. High number of hours. You know, we were talking sort of, 29, 30, 31, yep. those first couple of weeks, it's good to get those banked, get some fitness started, and then we start to turn things into quality. And You'd rather have the specificity mm. that mimics, well, that's probably the next topic then, is the, the specificity of mimicking um, things that go on in the race and having the ability to deal with them when they don't go well. And Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, we came across that multiple times, and yep. actually when things didn't go well, and we were forced to either repeat them or redo a workout or get it right the next week. We saw that as a win, yeah. you know, rather than relying on the race to have to um, make that decision or make it come right. We're, we're practicing it. Yeah. You know, we're practicing when things don't go right. What do we do? How is there a psychological um, adaptation that needs to be? How do we be flexible around that? Yeah. So that's one thing that worries me a bit about this racing. It's, I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way, but it's like, you know, things that you can't control, right? Like, the, mm. who knows how the, the pro race will pan out, who will be swimming where, what groups you can actually physically stay with, um, what decisions you make are all um, decisions you'll have to make on the go. Mm. Um, and you'll never know if that was 100% the right decision. <laughs> uh, but they are what they are, right? So you just got to back yourself and go, don't you? Yeah, I think so, um, yeah. And you know that there's going to be some guys that go and, and there'll be one in four pros that end up blowing up because they just their decision was to go not stay mm-hmm. and you know oh yeah so yeah you know, which group are you going to be in well yeah and then how does that affect your performance right there right then yeah versus l- later on yeah totally yeah so there's quite a bit going on and i suppose that's the one thing about this pro racing that's a bit different from the age group where you've really got a very inward focus you, you sort of the race is going on around you yeah. Uh, so yeah we'll, we'll have to just let you know how that pans out yeah, yeah. Um, are you worried about that definitely definitely yeah. yep yep it's it's a thing you know like if what's happening here and now is what you can control and if things aren't the way that you either plan for them to be yeah. or there's a change in that plan yeah. then your first my first thought is of you know concern to to, an, to a degree or aspect is, but then it's about making a decision that you know, actually, let's just ride, ride what we need to here, or, yeah. or make this move, or let's go with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows what those scenarios are? Because there's a million of them that could happen. Yeah, you can't practice them all. You can't practice them all, but um, having some adaptability around change is is really important. Yeah, roll with it. Okay. Well, we'll see how we'll just know how that goes. Um, any, anything else you're thinking about? Um, no, it's going to be. It's gonna be good. I'm I'm really excited to. I think we've had a pretty good build up here. You know, as I say, we had five weeks thereabouts in the sunny coast and finished the last two, which have been really specific to the race environment up here. And I think 
you know, a lot of people are like, well, he's come up here for two weeks. You know, I, I, I was fortunate enough to have that opportunity where I made that work. And I know that for me, going into the race environment and, and climate, whether it be hot, uh, is, is, is where I go best and having exposure to do that. Um, so we've taken that opportunity. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, across states, since I'm in New Zealand, you work fatigue, you try and get, you know, running pace or cycling power and look at your heart rate and you're like, gee, that's quite a high heart rate. Mm. Then it's sort of coming right by the time you left New Zealand, got to the Sunshine Coast, which was, you know, quite a bit warmer than New Zealand, but nowhere near as warm as Cairns and it's then the heart rate's back up. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, you know, that took a few weeks, got back to normal again. Then you came up here and it's, <laughs> it's up another level again. Yeah. And then it's sort of normalised in the last little bit. So it's like... Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't imagine coming straight from, say, cold climate up here. Well, I have, but I, you know, I'm just watching, so it's not really a factor. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's been awesome to be up here, and, and um, Cairns is a cool place. I like it. I do like it. Um, as I say, I've been up here for a couple of weeks. I'm ready to, ready to race, and then once I've raced, I think I'll be ready to get out of here as well at the yeah. same time. Um, so... Um, yeah, it's been the, the bike looks good. I mean, the your course is sort of rolling and got a few little climbs, but you know, pretty mm. good. A bit windy, which is probably good for you. And then the run course is dead flat, yep. um, but never on the road. It's on all these um, paths around the city waterfront area. It's actually quite a nice area, it's and like, it yeah. looks pretty high energy, especially around that start finish line and where the expo is and stuff. You run through there multiple times. Must uh, does it have a bit of energy when you're doing that? Uh, yeah, like I've done a seventy point three here. And I also did full last year. We came yeah. back into the full. So uh, I rate this course in terms of the atmosphere. It's just electric. And, and there's, I don't think that there's any part of the run course where you're not supported by spectators, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's for that run course. It's amazing. It's You, you run through the main esplanade. The, the bars are heaving. People are out on the course. It's You're out there with other athletes. It's Well, you know, this makes a difference from the last one on the heat we did. It's like this is sort of the exact opposite of the Quinco Highway and the natural energy of <laughs> Friggin' nowhere out there in the middle of nowhere by yourself. You run yourself twelve k into the hottest part of Hawaii. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. one of the hottest places known to humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, this will be warm, but it's not like that. Yeah. We say run, we kind of shuffled out there, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. Uh, no, it's bloody good to have you up here. I mean, we do all of our stuff remote, really. Yeah. And um, shit, it's good to have you back up here. So um, it should be a good day. Yeah, all right, well, have a good day and we'll uh, catch people on the other side. Mm-hmm.